الحمد لله رب العالمين له الحمد الحسن والثناء الجميل وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له يقول الحق وهو يهدي السبيل وأشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه والتابعين لهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين أما بعد إن شاء الله تعالى Today I want to talk about the rights that the heart has on us the haqq that the qalb, the heart has on us Before I go into it, I just want to say how important is the heart? What position does the heart have? The Messenger Sallallahu he told us in the hadith Ala wa inna fil The Messenger said that inside the human being there's an organ إِذَا صَلَحَتْ صَلَحَ الْجَسَدُ كُلُّهُ وَإِذَا فَسَدَتْ فَسَدَ الْجَسَدُ كُلُّهُ أَلَا وَهِيَ الْقَلْبِ The Messenger said that there is an organ inside the human being. If this organ is good, it's upright, it is as it should be, then the whole entire body will be good. And if this organ is corrupt, then the whole entire body becomes corrupt. Does anyone know what organ this is? The messenger said, Ala wahiya? Ala wahiya al-qalb. It's the heart. Walidhalika Abu Huraira, he said, Al-qalb malikul a'ba. That the qalb is the king. It's the real leader. Fa'in salaha al-malik. If the king is good, salahatil al-julud wal-ra'aya. His army, his people are all going to be good. Wa'in khabutha al-maliku, and if this king becomes corrupt, then all of the other parts of your body become corrupt. The heart is a big thing, brothers. The Messenger told us that every action that we want to do, every action that we want to come with, the intention is required for it. Where does the intention come from? The intention comes from where? comes from the qalb. Every action is what is intended from it. The Messenger ﷺ, he told us, three people are going to be the first people that are going to be punished the day of judgment. Please think with me, ponder here. Three groups of people are going to be brought the day of judgment. The first one is a courageous man. He fought in a battle and he died. And so Allah will remind him of the blessings that he bestowed upon him. And Allah said, what, would, what, did you do to, what did you do with the blessings I gave you? He said, oh Allah, I fought for your sake. I fought for your sake. And I was killed. And then it will be said to him, you lied. You're lying. You fought so you can be called courageous. And you were given that title. And then he will be taken to the hellfire. The second man is... A man who used to give. And then he, the blessings of Allah will be reminded to him. And when he remembers it, Allah will say, what did you do with these blessings I gave you? He will say, oh Allah, the money that you gave me, I gave it out for your cause. And it will be then said to him, you're a liar. All the money that you gave, you gave it so the people can say you're generous. And the third man is a scholar. Allah will remind him the knowledge that he taught him, subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the blessings that were given to him. And Allah will say, what did you do with that knowledge? And he will then say, 
I taught, I benefited all this for your sake, O oh Allah. And it will be said to him, you lied and you're lying. You did all of this so you could be called a scholar and you got what you wanted. And all of them will be taken to the hellfire. Why? The heart. Brothers, our enemy Iblis, our enemy Iblis, when he promised to Allah that he's going to destroy us and that he's going to make sure that we all go to the hellfire, what did he say? He said, All of them, I'm going to misguide them. Everyone. One group of people, he said, Oh Allah, I'm not, I can't, I can't misguide them. Who are they? Your sincere slaves. Sincerity comes from where? The heart. He's trying to say the people who have control over their hearts are the people I cannot tap into. They are the people I cannot get to. Do you not understand? Your enemy is admitting that these are the people we can't misguide. The Messenger وسلم, the Quran came down on him. The Quran came down. Did the Quran just come down from the sky, a book? Did it, was it thrown from the sky? Was it like that? Uh, the Quran came down where? From Jibreel. To who? Where did it go to Muhammad when the Quran came down? Where? To his heart. No other place Allah chose. It wasn't written. Allah placed it in the heart of Nabilahi Muhammad. Are we all together? Allah says, وَإِنَّهُ لَتَنزِيلُ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ نَزَلَ بِهِ الرُّوحُ الْأَمِينَ عَلَىٰ قَلْبِكَ Your heart, Muhammad. The Quran was sent to the Prophet's heart because this is what it really is. The Messenger sallallahu told us in a hadith, Imam al-Tabarani narrated in his Mu'jam al-Kabir that the Messenger said, إِنَّ لِلَّهِ آنِيَةِ All of us here at home, we have cups, we have pots, we have pans, we put our food and stuff in there. Allah also has those. Allah has aniyah. Allah has vessels. He puts things in. And the vessels of Allah is It's the heart of every righteous slave. Because Allah pours inside there the Quran and his remembrance. Wow. You in your house have a place where you put your fruits in, you put your food in, you put your... And it holds it for you. The utensil Allah uses on this earth is what? The heart of the righteous people. We're in Ramadan, brothers. What month are we in? Shahru Ramadan. What was the first surah that the Imam started with? What was the first surah that the Imam started with? Surah Al-Baqarah, correct? Sahih? Let's ponder. Baqarah is the first surah after the Fatiha. Fatiha is read in every rak'ah. Allah mentioned three types of people in Surah Al-Baqarah at the beginning. True or false? Who were the first people? Huh? The believers. Allah mentioned the believers. What did he say? ذَلِكَ الْكِتَابُ لَا رَيْبَ فِيهِ هُدًا لِلْمُتَّقِينَ الَّذِينَ ذَلِكَ الْكِتَابُ لَا رَيْبَ فِيهِ هُدًا Hudan eh? Hudan lil The Messenger said 
التقوى ها هنا التقوى ها هنا التقوى ها هنا فأشار بصدره ثلاث مرات بقرة the first ayah after alif lamim ذلك الكتاب لا ريب فيه هدى للمتقين this Quran is guidance for who? for the people of taqwa this month that we're in right now which is what's the, what's the month that we're in right now? Shahr Ramadan when Allah said I made Ramadan obligatory on you for what reason? كتب عليكم الصيام كما كتب على الذين من قبلكم لعلكم تتقون the messenger said taqwa is here taqwa is here taqwa is here he said it three times not once it comes from the heart piety comes from where? the heart this month is a month of the heart brothers this is the month where you cleanse your heart if a person doesn't drink water what happens to them? they dehydrate headache skin becomes because your body requires water to nourish itself true or false? if you do not care for your heart your body will dehydrate and you will become depressed and anxiety and stress comes from a heart that's dehydrated are we all together brothers? Allah Azza wa Jalla doesn't look at your body Allah doesn't look at how strong and how big you are Allah doesn't look how big your body is Allah doesn't look at how strong you are your physique Allah looks at your heart and your actions. Wallahi, when you work on your heart, brothers, and you make sure that you perfect your heart, the actions become very easy for you. When a cup, there's a cold water inside it, what happens to the outside? It starts to sweat. The coldness does not stay within the cup. What happens? It comes out. It what? The person whose heart is good, the good will just come out like that. As Ibn Al-Qayyim said, Every vessel will sweat what's inside it. Your heart will produce good. You will do good. Allah told us the day of judgment, Nothing's going to benefit you except a good heart. A day where the money that you're running after today, the children that you're thinking that this is it, all of those won't benefit you the day of judgment. The only thing that's going to benefit you is that you come to Allah with what? A good heart. I quickly want to go over what can we do this month, practical steps. Write this and then we'll conclude there inshaAllah ta'ala. Things that you can do to make sure that you benefit from this month. Ama, your heart. What are the things that you should do? Number one, learn, study the definition and the meaning of La ilaha illallah. You might think, what's the connection between that and the heart? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, what did he say in the ayah? He says, وَلَكِنَّ اللَّهَ حَبَّبَ إِلَيْكُمُ الْإِيمَانَ وَزَيَّنَهُ وَزَيَّنَهُ فِي قُلُوبِكُمْ 
وكرها إليكم الكفر والفسوق والعصيان. Allah beautified in their hearts Iman. Iman here means La ilaha illallah. Learn what it means. Study it. The second one is the second thing that a person needs to come with. Quran. Recitation of the Quran. Get rid of anything other than the Quran which you're listening to. This month, the Salaf, they used to close everything else and they would fully focus on the Quran. The Quran is what you give your heart to. Allah said in the ayah, Ya yuhanna suqad jaatkum maw'idhatum min rabbikum wa shifa'un wa shifa'un lima fi sudur Cure for what's the heart? What's the cue here that's been mentioned here? The Quran has been mentioned here. The cure for the, for the person is what? Some people, they come up to me and they say to me, I feel sad, I feel depressed, I, I'm not feeling happy. Allah said in the Quran, فَبِذَلِكَ فَبِذَلِكَ فَلْيَفْرَحُوا هُوَ خَيْرٌ مِمَّا يَجْمَعُونَ Some of the Salaf, they said, فَبِذَلِكَ فَلْيَفْرَحُوا The Quran. Farah, what does it mean? Happiness. Happiness comes through the Quran. Are we all together, brothers? So the Quran, number three, the remembrance of Allah in general. Don't make your mouth dry from the remembrance of Allah. Wherever you are, just do dhikr. This will benefit your heart. The heart will find tranquility through the remembrance of Allah. That's the third. Each one is, sessions can be made out of it. But I want bullet points that you can all go home and work on. Number four is go to the graveyards. Go to the graveyards and stand over there. The Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he said, Kuntu, I used to be one who prohibited you from visiting the grave, I now command you and instruct you to go and visit the grave. For verily, that will what? It will remind you of the day of judgment. Another riwayah says, الْقَلْبَ It will soften your heart. It will what? It will soften your heart. الْعَيْنَ And it will allow your eyes to water. Number five. Stay away from sins. Sins... They harm your heart. The hearts became darkened because of sins. Brothers, if you see the sins and the effect that it has, if you do one sin and you don't repent and you do another sin and another sin and another sin and another sin, the sins will cover your heart until... Something you once upon a time used to see evil, now for you it's not evil anymore. The person cannot accept the good. He can't recognize the good anymore. The good that he used to love, that he was inclined to, he's no longer inclined to it. The filth and the bad doing become normal. He becomes desensitized. 
Why? What's the reason? Because his heart has become darkened and black. The sixth is the person, he supplicates to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, makes dua, Rabbana la tuziqulubana, ba'da idh hadaytana wahab lana min ladunka rahmah, innaka anta al-wahab. The messenger used to say, Ya muqallib al-qulub, the one that tosses and turns the heart, thabbit qalbi ala deenika, make my heart steadfast upon your religion. It was said that Nabi Muhammad alayhi salatu wasalam, qiyamul layl, qiyamul layl, before he would start reciting the Quran, he would say, Allahumma fatir as-samawati wal-ard, alim al-ghaybi wal-shahada, anta tahkumu bayna ibadika fi ma kanu fi yakhtalifun, ihdini li makhtulifa fi min al-haqib idhnik, innaka tahdi man tashau ila siratin mustaqim. He would supplicate. He will make this dua, Oh Allah, guide me. Make my heart steadfast, upright. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Last but not least, Al-Hirsu ala al-ilm al-shar'i. Strive to gaining beneficial knowledge. Allah said in the Quran, Innama yakhsha allaha, Innama yakhsha allaha min ibadihi al-ulama. The people who fear Allah the most are who? Are the people of? Fear comes from where? The heart. Knowledge brings about fear. What knowledge are we talking about? The knowledge that's accompanied with righteous deeds. The Salaf, they never considered anything knowledge if there was no action with it. If you look at the Salaf, when they said knowledge, they meant action with it. And for us as well, a person who gathers information cannot be, cannot be a person of knowledge. You've just gathered information. That's all you have, but not knowledge. I'm going to, inshallah ta'ala, conclude there for the benefit. These benefits are not meant to be too long because you're fasting. Well, not now, but tomorrow. And you've been praying all day, Qiyam, and Fajr is close. So it's just meant to be short to the point and benefit straight away. Things that you can go home and implement. I request and I ask you all to take these points very serious and benefit from the remaining days of Ramadan in that manner. Anything that, I, that I've said that was wrong or incorrect is from me as shaytan and Allah and his messenger are free from it. Subhanakallahumma bihamdik. Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah. أستغفرك وأتوب إليه